Are you a mom in business suffering from the busyness of life? Keep listening because this is for you. I'm your host, Stacey Crown, a mama of three, a happily married wife with several thriving businesses. I'm right there in the thick of it with you, sister. Juggling it all can be so overwhelming and even depleting at times. Over the last nine years of my mompreneur journey, I've learned the hard way of what to do and what not to do when it comes to mom life and business, and I can't wait to share with you. Hustle culture actually broke me, but I'm so thankful that God was there to put me back together. This podcast is going to revive you spiritually, mend you mentally, and speak to you emotionally. We're going to talk all things faith, business, and mom life. So grab your coffee, buckle up, turn it up, and let's go. Hey, welcome back to the She Is Called podcast. I'm so happy that you are here. I just wanted to apologize first because usually I drop episodes on Wednesday mornings, bright and early. And this week I was taken out by some sort of viral infection slash virus something. I don't even know what it was. And just honestly, complete exhaustion. These past two weeks in May have just been go, 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 and so full and so much joy and blessings. But sometimes my body, (laughs) it hasn't done this in a very long time, but sometimes our bodies have a way of just saying you need to slow down. And so Tuesday, Monday night, actually, I was exhausted. So I went to bed. Tuesday, you guys, I could literally hardly get out of bed. I didn't even get my daughter to school. She was a huge help in the morning. So lo and behold, my parents saved the day and came over, helped with the kids, let me get the rest I needed. I literally slept for probably 36 hours. It was just, it took me out. So tis the reason why this is recorded and posted a little bit later, but I just wanted to pop in, start with that, say thank you for giving me grace and just prayers for Better health, I am feeling 100%. It is Thursday in real time when I'm recording this. And I started out today, one with snuggles for my babies in the morning, but I also put up an Instagram poll because I wanted to really, I really want to serve us as a community because you guys know that this is not my podcast. Yes, it's my voice and my thoughts and all the things, but it's to serve you. And so make sure that you're following me on Instagram at the Stacy Crown. Make sure that you're a part of our She Is Called community. I'm often in there asking for suggestions and just a daily pump up, um, weekly pump up. And you also get to see everything that I'm offering too, because I do run a life and business coaching business. And I love being able to share those things with my VIPs who are in those communities. So I have some really fun things coming up and I don't want you to miss out. So make sure that you're following on both those faces. But the Instagram poll I put up this morning was to see what we wanted to hear this week. So without a doubt, I will give you the drum roll for, you obviously already know if you read the title, but it's all about how to keep calm as a mother. Oh, and this is such a heavy topic. For those of you who know me in real life, I have an eight, a four, and two-year-old. And even if you don't know me in real life and you're just my friend on social, 
I love that you are in my little corner of the internet and I love being able to share with you my family, my children, the things I'm learning as a mother and really just how you can give yourself grace in whatever season that you're in. And that has been something that I have truly practiced and I hopefully feel as if I've mastered that in the past year of the slowdown. Um, I really have become a more calm mother, a calm person. And I think that is by taking the standards off of what's expected or what I once had on me, I took those off. I used to run very, very, a very, very successful business, um, uh, network marketing, multi-level marketing, direct sales, however you want to call it. But being at one of the top levels of one of those companies, it was a lot of pressure. And so I was a very tense, very hustle mode, very short fused person, especially with my family, which a lot of people who, this is not something that is often talked about, but a lot of people who, and maybe you feel like this because you work corporate or because you're with your kids all day and you are a stay-at-home mom, that is the hardest job ever created. I know this because I am a stay-at-home mother. I do work from home as well, but whatever your job may be, if you're feeling like you're in the space of just being short-fused, you're hustling, grinding, your patience is thin, you know, we try so hard. If you've seen that reel where it's like me at 9 a.m. and you're all talking softly and please, thank you, I love you so much. Yes, of course, I'll get you the 18th snack of the day. And then you at 8 p.m. and it's just like, everybody go to bed and you're shouting and you're loud and all of those things. And it really is difficult to be and stay a calm mother. So I want to share with some things that I personally do. And I want to share with you guys some things that I found on the good old internet. So, and things that I plan on, you know, using myself. So some of these things I'm just going to kind of brisk over because I don't need a self-explanatory, they're self-explanatory, they don't need a deep dive. But some of these I'm going to give you my real life explanation of, of why they've helped me and how they've helped me. So the first thing I will tell you that has helped me. And I've did a whole episode on this. I don't know what number it is. I should probably keep track of these, but it's the magic of a morning routine. Honestly, if you are not waking up before your kiddos and spending time, however it may be for you, maybe it's working out. Maybe it's making a really good nutritious breakfast for yourself. Maybe it is having coffee in the quiet. For me, it's having coffee, diving to my Bible, doing my devotions, I can tell you what it's not though. It's not waking up with my kids and it's not looking at my phone for notifications. It's not diving into my phone immediately. And if that is something that you're doing, I really encourage you to put your phone, charge your phone in a different room or 10 feet away from you where you have to physically get up and turn off the alarm, which means you'll probably be staying up from that point. That was something that I did First thing to get myself started, we have a a bathroom attached to our room or in our room, I guess the suite, whatever. Um, and so I charged my phone for a really long time until I had to start this habit at six 30. I set my phone because I was waking up at seven with my kids. So my biggest 
thing for that is to find a system that works for you in the morning. Find something that fills your cup. And I can promise you, and I should do a whole episode on this, but it's about habit building and the foundations of a habit. And all I'll say about this is if you try to put in 10 things into your morning routine, you're going to crumble. It's going to fall. The way you build a new habit is by starting with one thing at a time. So start it. If you struggle with waking up before your kids, set your clock, your alarm clock, 15 minutes prior to when your kids wake up and then make it 15 minutes more. That way you have a half hour. If that's typical for you, if you're in the season of having an infant girlfriend, I will tell you there will be a day when your child is on a sleep schedule and you can do this, but give yourself grace for the season that you're in. That first and foremost, I think is, is the thing I should have started with is just really giving yourself grace for the season that you're in because what a season of an infant versus a season of multiple children who are in school age kids versus a season of teenagers versus a season of empty nesting. That is all very different stages. And so you really have to give yourself grace for the season that you're in. Stop trying to show up in a, in a different season or trying to make things happen. No, like give yourself grace for the season you're in and then work around that season and implement some habits that you need to. But a morning routine is key for me. That's when I pour into myself all the things. Another thing that I do when I feel the pot boiling over, when I feel that anxiety creeping up, when I feel myself start to get into that like panic mode that I'm going to yell soon, is I'll announce it. I'm like, mommy is here. And like right now, it's like, you know, my hand is shaking above my head. Like my patience is here. So I make an announcement to my kids and I'm like, listen, mama is here. We all need to be good. And they're eight, four, and two. So they understand. I can communicate with them. Sometimes I think our kids don't know. Our kids need to know that we're humans too. And sometimes I think we're really hard on our kids because they can't fully express themselves. So when they're like, when they're having a tantrum and they're just like crying or, They don't know how to express that. Sometimes we do the same thing as moms. Do we not? Sometimes we're like, why am I crying right now? I'm just so emotional. I don't, I'm just so overwhelmed. Or sometimes we yell and it's like, we throw tantrums too. But if you put in some of these coping mechanisms, like the morning routine or the next one that I'm going to tell you with deep breathing, when I was working with a therapist, she was like, you just need to leave the room. And so I would start just going out into the garage. I literally would just start, I would go, my husband, I'd be like, listen, I need to tag team you. Or if my my eight-year-old would kind of take over, she was like six at the time. And I'd be like, mommy needs a break. Mommy needs a timeout. Moms need timeouts too. It is so important. And it doesn't mean that you need a timeout to go call your best friend and, you know, vent about whatever's happening. No, you need a timeout to go whisper to yourself. I'm going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. I just need a minute. Set a clock for two minutes or whatever. Don't take 20 minutes if your kids are little and they can't be left alone, whatever. Go hide in the pantry for a minute and bring yourself back to your deep breathing. So one thing I really worked on with my therapist was, and that's going to be a suggestion too, is seeking professional help, whether it's a life coach, a therapist, 
whether it's hiring a personal trainer to move that negative energy, whatever it might be. But one thing I worked on was deep breathing. So this is an example of it. When I feel the pot boiling over and I have to remove myself from the room, I'm like, I make an announcement. I'm like, mommy's going for a timeout before I lose it, before I lose my ish, mama's going for a timeout. So I'll go sit on the steps in the garage. And if it's winter, I love it when the cold air hits me because that immediately like helps me calm down. If I have to go hide in the basement for a minute and just catch my breath and bring myself back to a state, I do this. I breathe in for four seconds. I hold it for six seconds and I breathe out for eight. So I'm going to show you what that looks like and what that feels like, but it's just like that. I do it like five times and it really helps me just kind of reset my nervous system and be able to go in with a clear head and handle the situation. Okay. So deep breathing is something that really, oh, it just helps me so much. Another one is decluttering my space and keeping my spaces picked up. One thing I'm like a huge stickler about, and you'll If you ever come into my house and you're like, oh my gosh, it's so clean. Like, no, only the rooms that you can see are clean usually. Usually our bedroom is a mess. I do make our bed every day or try to, but in the kids' rooms, that's not even like a struggle of mine. I'm like, hey, they're kids. They're going to be messy, whatever. We go in there like weekly usually and I'll clean it up, but it's not something I stress over. What I stress over and what I really like to keep clean for myself is my kitchen my dining room, and my living room. Because those are the three spaces that I'm in that we live in every single day so often. And it just feels good to go to bed every single night knowing that the three rooms that I'm going to be in are automatically clean the next day. And that alone will help. And that's something for me personally that I've realized set off my anxiety anxiety triggers. So if you don't know what triggers your anxiety, Whenever the pot boils over for you, whenever you feel like you're getting really, I had a friend, Laura, and Laura, if you listen to this, you'll laugh at this because I didn't know what anxiety was in college. I was 21, which is so crazy to me. And I looked at her, we were in this like seminar for something. And I was like, what is anxiety? And she just went like this. She just kind of like did this, um, this thing with her hands where she just shook them really fast. And now I get it because she did it over her chest and I get it. That's the pot boiling over. And so Laura, if you listen to this, shout out to you because she was the first person to tell me about anxiety because I had no clue. And that was a mom of three running businesses, doing all of life. I completely understand anxiety and it happens to the best of us. So if you're struggling with this, just know that you're not alone. Know that my inbox is always open. And I hope that some of these tips really help you stay a little bit more calm as a mom. But Helping me declutter my house and keeping things picked up. Oh my gosh. Waking up to a clean house, going to bed to a picked up house is so good. Two things that help me do this is cleaning up throughout the day. And I don't mean like deep cleaning. I mean, I deep clean probably my kitchen, like the counters. I do that probably like every three days. Like, I mean, with like my Mellow Magic, my hot water, like tough and tender, like the whole thing clearing things off like every three or four days because crumbs, you guys, I can't even stand it. But I will say my living room, as long as the toys are picked up, things are vacuumed, the pillows look good on the couch, blankets are folded, 
it's good to go. And my dining room usually stays clean because we clean it up every single night after dinner. But I will say waking up and going to bed to the three rooms that are clean for me just makes my heart happy. And I hope that that is something that will help you. Another thing for me with staying calm is really just limiting distractions. I really have become very, very, very selective of what I'm on my phone, what I'm doing on my phone. And I know for a lot of us moms, we struggle with this because we have apps like TikTok and Snapchat. I'm not even on Snapchat, but I know some people use it. Maybe that's like a teenage thing. I don't know. I'm trying to be cool here. I'm just kidding. But you know, we have things like Instagram and Facebook and messages and emails and all of these things that are pulling us away from our kids. So what I do is I really try to limit myself when I am on my phone and I've even really paid attention to screen time. So if that's something that you struggle with is with distractions, then turn it all off. Put your phone somewhere that you can't see it and spend time with your kids. Be present with them. Listen to them laugh. Have conversations. You know, I think so often that we as moms are so distracted by the world and by what other people are doing and all the things that some of us miss what's happening right in front of us. And then all of a sudden we're celebrating the next birthday of our child. And I say this to, I say this with love because my boys are turning, oh, I'm going to cry. They're turning three and five next week. And it's really hard for me to digest that like they're getting older. It's happening before my eyes. And if I'm on my phone with them, it's because I'm recording them. So I don't forget these moments. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm PMSing. We really do need to limit the distractions that are around us. I'm going to go over a quick list of other things we really need to work on as moms to stay calm. But another one is self-care. So many of us moms are struggling to take care of ourselves because we're taking care of babies. But I want to remind you, like, you are a complicated houseplant, my friend. You need to eat. You need sunlight. You need hydration. You need rest. And then you just need to take care of yourself. So making sure that you're spending time with yourself, taking care of you, even if it's five minutes a day, even if it's five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the afternoon, five minutes in the PM, your whole world will change. Setting realistic expectations. Holy cow, how much, how much would life change if you actually set realistic expectations for your day, which is, I love the three and three method list. That's another podcast episode you can go listen to, but it's literally like the realistic expectations of your to-do list. But this is realistic expectations of like, it's okay to not do everything or do it all perfectly because our kids really just want a happy mom. They really just want a healthy mom. They want someone who's there to smile with them and play with them and love with them. Right. And I'm not perfect. This is, these are things that I need to work on too. So if you're listening to this thinking that I do all these, you know, I did the first five, but these ones are things that I found on the internet that I also need to do as well. Another one I love too is establishing a support system. This one is so important because you know, it takes a village. And if you don't have a village, like you need to find a few girlfriends who have kids too, who you can trade off. I'll babysit your kids on this day so you can clean the house. And then you babysit my kids on this day so I can clean the house, whatever it might be. The next one is breathing, a deep breathing, which ugh, 
already went over. Love that one. The next one is prioritizing and delegating tasks, which the three and three method of three things for home, three things for personal and one priority for the day. If you're type A like me, you will love that. The next one is practicing time management. Hello, plan prep and give grace. I love the systems that I have put in place to plan ahead for all things necessary. Meals, essential activities, nap times, play times, chores, self-care, like all those things. I have established routines and schedules all over my life. Now I am type A and I didn't think that I was for the longest time, but I kind of love a good schedule. And then obviously seeking professional help is something that is always something that I highly recommend, whether it's searching for a really good therapist that is a great fit, or if it's reaching out to someone like me, who is someone that you like, know, and trust, and you know, they're certified in coaching someone through life, through the seasons of life, through motherhood, and through all of the things that we might be dealing with then it's seeking professional help in that way as well. And it is not the stigma behind mental health and the stigma behind taking care of yourself in that way, especially if you need to really place some systems in your life. That is something I recommend you do. In fact, I actually have three spots left. If you're listening to this in May, I put this out there on my community page on the She Is Called community page, but in the case that you missed it, or in the case that you haven't welcomed yourself and invited yourself into that space yet, I want to offer you something that I have put in place to help women who may not need like a 12-week coaching, right? They may not need the full-on Monday through Friday Voxer coaching, but they might just need a 90-minute breakthrough call where we can look at what you're struggling with right then and really break through to creating some action steps to getting you to the other side. Whether it's in life, whether it's in business, whether no matter what season of life it is or what life looks like, I have three of those spots open left in May. So in the case that you're looking for some extra help in this season, just know that I am here. Simply DM me and we can get something on the books and go over pricing and all the options and all the things. But I want you to know that you're not alone, that if you lose your ish on your kids, it's okay. You are human. You're teaching them that it's okay to apologize for when they make a mistake. And it truly is just walking them through that mommy's just a big grown up with big feelings and it's okay. But then it's taking the necessary steps that you need to, to implement some of these strategies that I talked about into keeping calm throughout the day. I hope that this has touched you. I hope that this has helped you in some way. As always, go ahead and tag me on social. Tell me what your your takeaways were. Tell me what your takeaways were in the DMs if you're not comfortable with posting it. I just want to be here to help you through this tough thing that we go through every single day. You're not alone, sister. I'm right here with you. Until next time. Hey, wow, what a good episode. I would absolutely love 
if you share it with a friend or maybe even just tag me on Instagram at the Stacy Crown in your story so I can hear any of your aha moments or takeaways from this episode. If you're feeling called, I would absolutely love if you left me a review right here on Apple or Spotify, whichever one you're listening on. And lastly, would love to invite you into the space that I have made for women who want more and who just are called for more in life right on Facebook. It's called the She Is Called Community. You can find it right in the show notes. Thanks again so much for being a part of the She Is Called podcast. This all started as a little dream and now we're here. Talk soon.